Hi, I'm Dustin Perry, CEO of Kingfisher Metals. We're traded on the TSX Venture under KFR, uh, focused on exploration for copper and gold in British Columbia, and currently focused on our, our Highway 37 project within the Golden Triangle. Dustin, good to see you. Um, we're going to have a quick update today. Um, obviously, things are um, starting to move um, a little bit in the market, the green shoots we're seeing. Um, more importantly, you've raised some money. Um, better tell us, where's the money come from? And more importantly, what are you going to do with it? Yeah, so it's... Today is August uh, 2nd, expected to close tomorrow on the 3rd. Uh, it's going to be around uh, just shy of $3 million. Uh, so the money is coming from pre-existing shareholders. It's a pretty tight shareholder structure. We did not have to go to any flow-through funds or anything like that. You know, It took a little longer uh, than I had hoped to do this raise, but that's because we were very adamant about where the money was coming from. Uh, we do have a new Australian fund, uh, Lowell resource fund, which is traded on the SX that's coming in, uh, as well as the pre-existing institutions, uh, plethora and commodity capital out of Europe. Um, so, uh, you know, good money coming in, it's all critical metal charity flow through or, or critical metal flow through. So it all needs to be spent on expiration. Uh, we are, uh, underway on our drill program at, at our highway 37 project. So camps already been built, uh, drill pads are being built. The drills on site and it's getting flown up to the drill pad on Monday and should be turning that day. Right. Okay. But tell, tell me this, right? So some people are looking in at this thing. We're thinking, well, hey, we were onto something good last time out. Nice high grade um, numbers, but that you decided to kind of you know pull the plug, call it a day on on that asset, and you know swing over to BC. Um, what remind me what it is about this project which is better than the last project, and why this thing is more, I guess more likely to be successful as far as you're concerned. Yeah. So gold range, uh, is a great project. Uh, we did have, you know, the market didn't reward us, but we did have really good results as a geologist. You can say, you know, if you can go out and drill those kind of, if you can hit hundred grand meter, which is really the, the benchmark for a grassroots discovery, we did that on our second drill program. So pretty significant results. We weren't getting rewarded for it though. Um, uh, and, uh, part of, part of the rationale for moving in, into the new project is we wanted more exposure to copper. Um, I still am a firm believer that gold is going to do well, uh, but it's a no-brainer that copper is going to do well. And majors are, are scouring the Golden Triangle. You know, we secured this deal prior to New or around the time of Newmont uh, doing their acquisition of Newcrest. With that in mind, you know, Newmont controls a lot of the Golden Triangle. Now, same with tech. I can easily see there being other companies coming in and trying to get a stakehold. And we have one of the largest uh, land packages controlled by a junior, but there's lots of land packages controlled by juniors. This one, it sits right adjacent to the highway. So from a development standpoint, we're sitting in a perfect location. You can see uh, the high tension Northwest transmission line that powers the Red Crest mine. You can see that from where we're going to be drilling this summer. So I think that sets us apart. The other thing that sets us apart, and which is why this project made sense to us, is our vice president of exploration, uh, well-regarded porphyry and epithermal expert in the golden triangle she did her master's degree on the ksm project uh, which is the largest undeveloped uh, copper gold deposit in the world uh, we've got very similar rocks same ages on our project you know the, the clues look very very similar it's just albeit earlier stage but there is evidence of, of good economic grades already in drill in historic drilling so it's this isn't this is early stage exploration, but it's not grassroots like we were doing at, at Gold Range. There's already clear cut evidence of uh, three deposits. Uh, you know, we're looking to find new ones and also expand upon 
the ones that are already there. So I think it's it's less risky than what we were doing before, and we've got the right team. Like we really have the niche sorted for this project. Right, that's Gail Fibo you're um, talking about, who was on um, Brace Shack and Glower Creek. Um, yeah, as I say, highly regarded. Um, let, let's talk about the money. Obviously, it's, it's not a whole bunch of money, but it's enough to kind of get things going. You're going to have, obviously, your, your G&A. So how much is allocated to this first drill program? What's that convert to in terms of dollars or meters? So we've got approximately a million uh, of hard dollars that we can use for G&A in the bank here. And uh, we've got a supportive shareholder that's, that's willing to exercise some warrants. To give us a, a bit more breathing room on the on the GNA front, uh, warrants that are that are coming through this uh, this financing. So the total of this financing, the just shy of three mil, that's going entirely into the ground at Highway 37. Uh, you know, Gail and I were already there doing some work. We've got a couple really experienced mappers coming. Uh, one that did did her, her research down at Lahir in the, down in the. The Southwest Pacific, another Jeff Kaiba who created the the red line that a lot of people referred to in the Golden Triangle. He's going to be up on our, our project this year as well, plus scale. So doing a lot of groundwork, working up other targets, but the main focus is going to be the 2,500 meter drill program uh, targeting uh, southwest of the historical Mary Zone. The last drill hole at the Mary Zone uh, in 2019 was 270 meters of, of, of 0.7 uh, gold equivalent from surface. We've got multiple other targets. Cliff, for example, is a is a porphyry where they drilled one hole. They created uh, it, it was a, about a 190 meter drill hole, bottom 80 meters, graded 0.11 copper, and it was trending towards 0.2 copper by the end of it. Gail and I went out there, looked at that drill hole, looked at the historical core, looked at what they hit, and we said, "Oh, you know, it doesn't look amazing what they hit." And we walked one valley over and found an incredibly beautiful uh, zone of stock work over. I believe it was about 70 meters horizontal distance. Up to four percent calcopyrite, so that would that would put it at around half a percent uh, copper. Uh, you know, beautiful looking rock, the kind of thing that you see that. And I've been in the pit at Red Chris; it, it looks very similar. It looks like an ore body. So that's never been drilled, uh, and it's got that flanking later intrusion that was point uh, one point two copper beside it. So that's the kind of thing we're testing this year, and that's going to be our fril- first drill target. I showed some of those rocks to some other geologists I know, and they immediately wrote checks into our financing. So uh, we're, we're really excited about that. Uh, yeah. Well, okay. Okay. That's a that, that, good endorsement indeed. Um, so just in terms of the targeting, you kind of, you kind of explained where you're going and why. Um, is there um, budget left over for identifying other targets or is this a kind of, you're going to hit it hard and strong and hope that it works out? Because like I say, if you, if you can, there's sort of a bit of like, if you, if it doesn't kind of work out, you know, that's kind of two, two, two strikes and you're, and you're out sort of territory, isn't it? Or do you, how do you give yourself a, a chance of success if you don't kind of, if the drill bit doesn't actually deliver for you this on the first, first pass? There's, there's three deposits, like known deposits on this project. Uh, Mary Zone is, is the area we're focused on. We believe that has the potential to have the largest. From what from the data we have now, the the largest porphyry deposit uh, near surface, it's also permitted. Uh, there's an inholding claim that we also have the the Hank project, which we acquired from Golden Ridge Resources. They drilled the Williams Discovery, which I think they drilled something like a 320 gram meter drill hole. I forget the exact or 300 gram meter, maybe it was 320 meters of 0.9 gold equivalent, something in that ballpark. Really nice drill hole. Came out the same day as the GT Gold Saddle Discovery. Uh, so it got overshadowed by an even better porphyry, but it only saw about 6,000 meters of drilling 
Uh, it's open in, in multiple directions. And then it's adjacent to the Hank system, which, uh, you know, Hank's had excellent results. It's had 12 gram gold equivalent over 20 meters, uh, many different drill holes, many untested targets. It's a six kilometer long epithermal system with porphyry targets underneath it that have never been tested. So that area wasn't permitted for this summer, which in my opinion is actually a benefit to us. It gives us a bit more time to get boots on the ground, uh, really come up with a 3d model for that area and put our best foot forward next year. So what I'm getting at is if we were to completely strike out this year, we've got two other excellent, more advanced systems to focus on next year, plus all the other regional, uh, work we do, you know, elevating targets and trying to find new ones. Uh, but then we're also testing three different porphyry systems this year. It's not like it's just one. It's we're going to drill a few holes around Mary where it's open from the last, you know, that 290 meters of 0.7. We're going to try to add at least 100 meters of strike to that and test a few other concepts that might grow it exponentially. Uh, and then the Mary root zone is a, is a separate target that might actually be related to cliff. We need to drill it and see if it's connected. And then there's cliff. So there's three areas we're going to focus on drilling this year. Uh, any one of those could hit a, a large pore free system. Uh, and if, if, if all of them fail, we still have excellent uh, upside on the other on the other targets for next year. So that's one of the things we really liked about this project was there was a lot of, I guess, contingencies built in within it. There's, you know, a lot of potential to make multiple discoveries on this project. It really does look like a poor free epithermal district. Um, and I, I, it's not going to be a one hit wonder here, but uh, we could have an you know, exceptional season this year uh, just with a small program alone because mineralization is coming to surface.